Hello, hello. Welcome to another week of the Bold Exploration Podcast. I'm your host, Shanda Smith, and this week we're joining you from a balcony in central Florida where I'm overlooking a beautiful lake right now and a waterfall that I hope is not too distracting as uh, we do our episode today. I wanted to take this week uh, to talk a little bit about the art of travel. We're on our way home now and and I have gotten to witness a lot of people this week vacationing, traveling, spending time with their families, couples of all ages, families of all sizes, families with different ages of kids. And it was really fun to people watch and see how, how everything was going for them on their vacation. Of course, we're we're in the middle of Florida, so we're we're not at Disney World, but we're in the land of Disney World. So Everything has very much a family-friendly vibe. And, I, you know, it's just, this is like, this is my happy place because I love, see, love seeing families travel. So I just thought on my last night here in Orlando that I would take some time and talk to you guys about the art of travel. Because you can tell when you look at some families who has figured it out and who is still crafting their art as a family. And, you know, part of my entire goal with this podcast is to help those families who are struggling a little bit, who want to build those memories together, but aren't necessarily hitting the mark when they're going on vacation, they're too stressed, they're they're not having as much fun as they would like to have. They're stressed about, you know, budget concerns, you know, did the, did the vacation carry the value? Uh, I've seen several couples this week really get kind of, I would say, in a little tiff with each other over just how much meals have cost. And I mean, I don't say this from a sense of like from a prideful place, but um, me and Jeremy, my husband, have traveled so much with our children that uh, when we went to a restaurant earlier this week, there were normally my kids can order anything off the menu that they want because we typically uh, eat at kind of the same restaurants all the time. But we went to a restaurant where the most expensive thing on the menu was uh, like $118. And so I looked at my son and I said, okay, you can order one of these three things. And I didn't tell him the prices, but they were very reasonable. And he ended up ordering a, a $10 hamburger versus a $100 steak. So, uh, you know, just because we have, you know, a plan in place, we, we know how we work together as family. We know how uh, our budget works. We know how our time works and our schedule works better for each other. We, we can get through planning and doing things without causing as much stress. So. I thought I'd come on this week and talk about what really understanding the art of traveling well as a family and what that looks like for you. So maybe you could see where your family could do a little bit better, feel a little bit more confident about the choices that you're making, or maybe get some ideas about how on the next vacation, it, you know, it could be less stressful for your family. So first of all, I want to say, the whole point of this is to make sure that you are getting the experience that you want at whatever budget your family is able to afford. So some families are going to have a large budget. Some families are going to have a small budget. And this really has very little to do 
with your budget. It really has more to do with how you think about travel and how you set it up for your family. So the number one thing that I see people have that have low stress and high value vacations is that they use systems. They have systems for their planning. They have systems for their packing, how they shop, how they spend their money. They have systems for how they schedule their days. They have already have a predetermined set of ideas that, that they're happy with and that as a family, they work together and then they can work as a team. You know, if I was going to start a basketball team, I would want to make sure that my team was practicing together and that they were running some plays. They knew how to pass the ball, that they knew how to, to work with their teammates, how to, you know, just kind of keep the energy together, looking in at each other so that they could have the experience that they need when they're playing the game. And travel is no different. Now, I'm not a sports fanatic here, so I probably botched the uh, basketball analogy there but the thing but the thing about it is is you want to use a system you want to use um that teamwork ideology before you ever even start on the vacation so that you know that when you go to lunch you're going to have about how much money for to budget for the meal so it's really easy to figure out how you can have a great experience even at a really expensive restaurant without blowing your budget. Maybe you can't do the restaurant. Maybe you have to say, hey, kids, we can only order these things. Or um, like we did, we we're like, this is a restaurant we've always wanted to eat at, but we're going to pick some lower priced options on the menu because, you know, we'll see if we don't like these options, we're probably not going to like the expensive ones anyway. Um, so systems for planning. Uh, and a system for packing. I would say the number one stressor for most moms is packing is such a chore. It can be such an overwhelming moment for us when we're having to not only make sure we have all of our things, and the kids have all their things, our husband's bringing everything they need, and that we're staying connect, stay connected back home. I don't know about y'all, but I still work when we're on vacation. My husband does too. We set aside time to continue with the kids' schoolwork. And um, we're still very active in our everyday life from back home, even when we're gone. So you have to have a plan for that. And as mom, I feel like I'm the one that's over a lot of those packing lists. So if you can just take some of that stress for the packing, spread it out a little bit and have everybody help in the way that they can slow down the thinking process not waiting till last minute to plan things then it's going to help you out so much but again that's a system and every aspect of vacationing the planning the packing the shopping the budgeting the scheduling like i said earlier those are all systems. And once you learn how your family works together the best, and once you decide on a system, you just then need follow through. And it helps so much with the stress of that vacation. The people that you see having a good time on vacation, they have a system. They have a system. And, and all you need to do, if you're not having a good time, is have a system, okay?
Another aspect to travel that everybody needs if you're going to travel, if you're going to vacation, is you need to embrace the unexpected. You never know when a car is going to break down. You never know when a flight's going to be canceled, when it's going to rain. You never know when someone's going to forget that one thing that they really, really needed for the activity. And you need to embrace the unexpected. Now, we have a system for embracing the unexpected. And I, I would suggest you figure out yours as well. We know that we always plan on the first day of a vacation. We plan on a drugstore to go to Walgreens or CVS and stop in and pick up those extra items that maybe we left at home. We tend to be minimalist when we pack. We also know that we need to stop and get some snacks and that we will probably have forgotten some of the snacks we like uh, at the house. And so we're gonna have to run through at a Publix or a, or a Target or somewhere and grab some extra food. And then we're like, oh, by Thursday, we're going to need to go back because that's when we're going to figure out that other thing that we need. Um, one very unexpected thing that happened to us on vacation was my son. We, we were going to go, we were going to be gone about three weeks and we got on a cruise ship for the first leg of our journey. And, uh, and we were only going to be on that ship for six days. By day four of the cruise, my son outgrew every bit of the clothes that we had brought for him. Now, day one and two, he was fine. He got on the cruise ship, all his clothes fit. The next day, he was fine. Day three, they got a little tight. Day four, nothing fit. He could not pull his shorts on. We were on a cruise ship. There were no clothes that we could buy. We, he was very young at the time and he ended up having to wear a lot of his sister's clothes. She had one pair of shorts that he could wear and I bought him a few t-shirts at the gift shop and that's what he wore for the rest of the cruise was that one pair of shorts of his sister's and a couple of t-shirts from the gift shop. No bathing suit fit, nothing. Thankfully, his shoes were a little big and he did not wear those. And so here we were the first week of a three-week vacation and my son had outgrown all of his clothes. So we, when we got back on land, I, we had to, our first stop was to go and buy him new clothes. Now he is very tall and he would have those weird growth spurts and I just wasn't expecting him to have one that you know, that quickly overnight, but he, we went and we had, we bought him five new outfits and the, you know, basically a, a whole new vacation wardrobe because we didn't expect him to grow. <laughs> we didn't expect him to grow that quickly on a trip. So you have to embrace the unexpected. Someone may get sick. Someone may, may need um, to go to an urgent care and you have to kind of know what your plans would be if an emergency like that would rise, again, that just kind of goes back to, that goes back to having a system to know how you're going to deal with that. But um, overall, it's really a mindset. Are you going to let it ruin your vacation that something unexpected happened? Because something unexpected will always happen. Usually they're good. Those are the bright moments of the vacation where you're like, wow, that meal was better than I thought it would be. That show was better than I thought it would be. That, that you know, that walk was just absolutely gorgeous. Or um, 
you know, you, you take a hike and you go to an overlook and it's just, it's beyond what you thought it would be. Those are the joyful unexpected moments. But the things that tend to derail us are the unexpected things that are not necessarily the joyful moments. But our mindset is what takes that from a really cool story that you're going to tell one day or, you know, just like a, just a feeling of, I'm sorry, there's like a big buzzer going off right now at the pool, but um, what takes that from being like being a really cool story to taking that to being just like a, a downer for your vacation where you're just like, man, that was just not what I wanted it to be is really just your mindset. You've got to just say something's going to go wrong. And when it does, we're going to be ready for it. And we're going to make the best of it. We're still going to have a good time because this trip is about time together as a family. Or this trip is about us exploring this new region. And keep that mindset on what your overall goal is for the vacation. And don't let the unexpected disrupt you. And, and you know, pull you out of that beautiful moment that you're having with your family. And the last thing that I see families who are really good at the art of travel, the last thing I really see them having is a good sense of discernment, really having that judgment of whether or not something is working for their family. So either it's in the planning phase where they say, you know, we're going to stay at this hotel because it has these amenities and these things are what we need as a family. These meet our minimums. Or they have a sense of discernment when it comes to, are these activities really right for the children to do? Are these things that we're doing uh, going to bring joy into their lives? Are they going to expand their mindsets? Are we going to enjoy them as a family? They're really using that discernment about how they decide what they're going to include in the schedule, in the itinerary, and where the money in the budget is going to go. Another area that the sense of discernment is so important is when things are going wrong. This goes back to mindset. When nobody, you're looking around and the kids are miserable and your husband or your wife just is, looks drained. Well, do you go ahead and take that second half of the day and you know, just hit Disney World hard, even though everybody's miserable? Or do you use your sense of discernment and say, you know what? Let's go put our swimsuits on. Let's go hang out by the pool. Let's get some, let's get some great snacks from the from the snack bar. And and let's just take a few hours and just enjoy talking about the vacation that we've already had. Or it could be the sense of discernment that the vacation hasn't even started yet. But instead of going ahead and hitting everything hard and, you know, just getting out there and having a marathon day, maybe you say this first day we're going to ease into this vacation. We're not going to hit it and exhaust ourselves after our drive or our flights or everybody's schedule changing. You really need to have that space built in where you don't let the expectation of what you thought should be happening stop you from thinking about what you need to be doing at that very moment to make sure that your family doesn't get derailed in this new situation. So just to cover again, these three very important areas that I feel like with the art of travel, 
the families that get it really, really right and really get a lot of value out of their vacation, they have systems for every aspect of their the vacation. And it's not just their system, it's a family system. They're sharing it as a family. It's a decision. This is how we vacation, guys. This is how we're going to do it. And they amend those systems over time to meet their needs at the current moment, right? They also have the mindset of embracing the unexpected and knowing that something will go wrong at some point, but that they already have systems in place and that they are confident enough in those systems that they're going to be able to get themselves out of whatever mess they're in. And lastly, you want that sense of discernment, that judgment that the choices that you're making are the right ones for your family, like slowing down, really thinking it through and making sure that you are making your choices based on your discernment and not your expectations. Because the quickest way to ruin your joy in any situation is to have an expectation versus really just going with your gut. So I hope that helps you guys. I hope this gets you excited about going somewhere. I hope this gets you thinking about um, how you think about travel. And uh, I'm excited about this summer. This is actually the first episode of season two. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited, y'all. I'm so glad that y'all are on this journey with me. And um, I love hearing from y'all. I love getting emails every week, hearing about what, what you're thinking about and, and the trips that you're going on and how this has helped you. And uh, just know that I'm in your corner. If you need me, reach out. Go to my website, shandasmith.com, or just Google Bold Exploration Podcast and find me, email me, and I am, I'll be so happy to help you talk about travel, think about travel, bounce some ideas around. Um, and especially if you're a homeschooler, I, um, I'm excited to help you get out on the road more and really get a lot of, get a lot of good use out of your flexible schedule. So again, email me, let me know what you've going on. We've got another giveaway coming, coming up soon. So leave a, a review. We'd love those. And, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye.